What About That presents Podfic Theater. If Only by Always Bring Back Up 03. Summary. The costs of defeating Rain are high. No one knows that more than Kara and Lena. For the first time in her life, Kara's not above asking for help. Alex, get Lena out of here! I have to go help Jean! Burnett gave Kara a singular nod, and Kara knew that her sister would take care of it. Alex had never let Kara down, and Kara knew that. Alex was not about to start now. Without missing another beat, Kara flew towards where Rain had Jean pinned against the concrete, with an axe held above his head. She was poised as if to bring it down on the man below, and Kara knew that she had to get there before Rain brought it down. Kara gathered speed, blowing out the windows to either side of the street as she sped towards them faster than she'd ever flown before. She had crashed into Rain's midsection with all the force of a bulldozer, knocking her backwards. The axe flew from Rain's hand and tumbled into a large arc before it fell and it lodged itself deeply into the pavement several football fields away. With Rain still in her hold, Kara flew upwards into the sky, high over the skyscrapers and the buildings below. She flew hastily climbing upwards through the atmosphere until she can feel the air getting thin. She coughed as the lack of oxygen forced her lungs to burn. The wind roared in her ears, but Kara still heard the loud sounds of the fighting going on below. Is this your plan? Rain laughed in Kara's ear. Maybe. Kara replied bravely. You do realize you're just as likely to die from hypoxia as I am. Rain pointed out. Some sacrifices are worth it. Kara spoke with a clench of her jaw. You're determined. Rain chuckled. I'll give you that. But you'll never defeat me, Supergirl. The sooner you learn that, the better off you'll be. I said it before, and I'll say it again, if I have to. It was unwise to try and stand in my way. Do you honestly think that I would ever surrender the world to you? Kara shot back. Because if you do, you'll be sorely disappointed. If you want this world, you're going to have to pry it from my cold, dead hands. Well, that could be arranged. Rain told her as she produced something from her uniform. Car didn't even have a chance to stop her as she pulled the pin out of the grenade in her hand. Car's eyes went wide as she recognized it for what it was. It was one of the Kryptonian grenades Lena designed back in her lab at Elcorp. Before Car could even react, the explosive detonated right in Rain's hand. They were blown apart in midair. The concussive blast knocked Kara out cold, and she tumbled lifelessly from the sky, plummeting faster than what could be considered terminal velocity. Supergirl! Alex screamed as she saw the explosion and the ever-growing cloud of bright green filling up the sky. Supergirl, answer me! Alex had just pulled Lena to her feet and had an arm wrapped around the taller woman's waist. And when she heard the deafening explosion and looked up, The younger woman was still pretty out of it, but Lena's eyes were open at least. Lena too seemed to hear the explosion and looked up into the sky as she searched for the source of the loud echoing explosion. It was like a cannon going off, only it was exponentially worse. Its force amplified to the point where it very nearly ripped open the fabric of reality. Ripples from the detonation actually tore through the sky and Lena watched it all unfold with a look of absolute horror on her face. It didn't take long before they found the silhouette of the body enshrouded in a red cape, tumbling from the sky. 
Kara's lifeless body flipping over and over as she tumbled, without any sort of order, towards the ground below. Oh my god. Lena breathed aloud. Someone needs to stop her. She's descending too fast. She's going to hit the ground quickly. Supergirl. Alex screamed in a hoarse voice. Just before the blonde crashed into the concrete with all the force of an asteroid falling from space. The result was catastrophic. Alex and Lena helplessly dropped to their knees as the earth shook so hard that they couldn't even write out the shockwaves. The truth was, there was no way their weak human bodies could possibly counter the force of the impact. Alex threw their hands over Lena's head in a sudden act of desperation, attempting to shield her from the chunks of concrete and dirt that had been kicked up into the air as they subsequently began raining down on them. Some of the chunks of the concrete that were falling from the sky were the size of refrigerators. Alex turned her head, looking halfway down the block in horror. She actually flinched as she saw the crater left by her sister's body. Alex coughed as she breathed in the dust into her lungs, and she heard Lena's choking breaths as she did the same. Are you okay? Alex asked her. I... Lena hesitated as she struggled to do a quick check of her faculties. I think so. Lena nodded wordlessly. Then panic struck her as her eyes found the crater. We have got to get out of here. Alex told her as she tugged Lena back to her feet and started pulling Lena away from the scene. It's not safe for you here. We have got to go now. No. Lena protested as Alex continued to drag her along. Alex, wait. We can't just leave. Then... What about Supergirl? She needs our help. You must think me callous. Alex breathed, but I promised her that I would get you out of here safely. And so that's exactly what I'm gonna do. Alex. I know what you want me to do, but I can't. I can't break my promise, Lena. Alex told her. She's on her own now. We... We have to go. This was honestly the hardest thing Alex had ever had to do, leaving her sister like this. But a promise was a promise. She couldn't let any harm come to Lena, and she knew that Lena's name was at the top of Rain's list. Rain wanted to kill her. We can't just leave her! Lena shouted as she wrenched her arm from Alex's grip. Lena. She's your friend. For Christ's sake! Alex snapped. You don't know the half of it. You have no idea what she means to me. She couldn't take it anymore. She never wanted to tell Lena the truth more than she did right now, simply to get her to understand. Alex. Why? Alex snapped shortly. Why in the hell do you care what happens to her? You've made it blatantly clear that the last few months that she's no friend of yours, Lena. No. Lena shuddered. That's not... Lena shook her head. She was struggling to organize the chaotic thoughts that were suddenly in her head. Look, I was hurt, okay? And I may have said some things I didn't mean, but I never stopped caring about her. People underestimate me, but I care, Alex. I really do. Lena. Alex's tone faltered. She could see the pain on Lena's face. For the first time, she understood where Lena was coming from. She instantly knew that Lena was telling the truth. Lena loved her sister. Please. Lena's voice cracked. 
She didn't know what she was pleading for exactly, but she was desperate to make things right somehow. It's my fault she's hurt. Lena breathed. I would have I would have recognized that signature anywhere. Rain had one of my creations. Something I created was used to hurt her. Hey, hey. Alex gently grabbed Lena by the shoulders so that she could meet Lena's quickly misting eyes. But she warned me. Lena said with tears burning in her eyes. Her voice sounded beyond broken as she said, Supergirl warned me, Alex. She told me what kryptonite could do. She told me what it was like for her when it was around, and I... I did what I did anyway. Alex's expression softened as Lena's voice broke. Oh, God. Lena gasped as she took in the destruction she caused. What have I... What have I done? Lena. Alex sighed. I was so angry. Lena admitted. And I was hurt. I... I trusted her, and I felt so betrayed when I found out what she did. Lena said as she squeezed her eyes shut and reached up to wipe away her tears. But what I did, what I did was so much worse. Lena, Alex spoke impatiently. She knew their time was short. She needed to get Lena out of there. She actually apologized. Lena said. She begged for my forgiveness over and over and over again, just about every way you can possibly beg. Lena spoke in a broken voice. And I was so cold to her, simply because I felt betrayed. Actually compared her to my mother, and told her that we weren't friends, that I had people in my life who would never do that, even though I knew how much she still cared about me and wanted to make things right. And now, now I realize that if anything, I should be the one begging for her forgiveness. Lena, we have to go now. Look, I know that you're hurting and I know how hard that this must be for you, but we have to go now, okay? If only I could trust you, rest your head and turn the light on. If only I could wish your kiss was not a falling star. If only I was yours, the shoulder that you'd want to cry on. If only you could pull me safely through these prison bars. Oh, if only. Meanwhile, halfway down the street, Carr came back to life with an agonizing, heaving breath as her lungs feebly attempted to rake in as much air as humanly possible after having it not clean out of it by the impact of her body with the earth. Involuntarily, Carr writhed the concrete at the overwhelming pain that surged through her chest and the rest of her as a result, she couldn't believe how much pain it was causing her to simply breathe, how much torment had to fight through just to keep existing. Car's eyes snapped open for the first time since closing over a minute and a half ago. She coughed, her whole body shaking as it protested against the pull of the muscles in her ribcage. She couldn't stop writhing. It was as if she was searching for a position that would make the pain stop, or at the very least make it better. But she couldn't. Carr fought her instincts and fell still. For a long moment, Carr lay motionless at the center of the crater, struggling for breath. 
She can hear rain beginning to stir from somewhere off of her left. The other Kryptonian was only a few feet away from her, groaning in pain as her body too lay in a near ruin. Kara felt a surge of panic rise up in her as she became aware of the other woman's presence. This wasn't over, not by a long shot. Sure, they might both be too badly injured right now to continue the fight, but Kara had no doubt that Rain still intended to kill her. Unfortunately, at this moment, Kara couldn't even contemplate moving because the pain was that overwhelming. Blood rushed through her ears with every pounding of her thundering heart, and she could scarcely make sense of anything that was happening. She was hurt. She was hurt badly. For the first time in over a minute, Car couldn't take the pain anymore, and her throat opened up as her, her vocal cords betrayed her. Car let out a guttural and almost visceral groan between her gasping breaths, and the groan, the pain sound, shook Alex to her very core. Still, Alex couldn't help but let out a sigh of relief as she realized her sister was still alive. Supergirl? Alex spoke in a panicked voice, but her words fell on deaf ears. The truth is, Kara still couldn't hear a damn thing apart from the steady monotone ringing in her ears. Kara slowly and carefully started testing the function of her limbs. First, it was a curl of the fingers and toes, then a twitch of her forearms. Slowly and methodically, she checked for motor functions, then sensitivity. It was slow, arduous, and agonizing work, but Kara needed to do it. She needed to know what she was still capable of and what sort of injury she was dealing with. Fortunately, she wasn't paralyzed. She might have had broken bones, some internal bleeding, but she could move. And if she could move, then she can, theoretically, she can fight. Rain's own struggles somehow made Kara feel a little bit better about her own. After all, the Kryptonian next to her was still trying to get up off the ground and was failing just as miserably as Kara. She hadn't escaped her injuries either. Kara still had a chance. Now that she knew her limbs were much or less intact, Kara tried to move, wanting to get farther away from the woman who she knew could easily kill her in a weakened state. But the hero immediately regretted her choice, screaming out as a wave of dizzying pain shot down from her spine through her legs into the tip of her toes, jolting the muscles in excruciating intervals. Kara screamed in agony, swearing as the pain became too much for her to cope with. Kara glanced over to find Rain was rolling over and shifting onto the crawling position on her hands and knees. She felt a jolt of overwhelming fear when she realized that Rain still had more than enough means to kill her. Kara's body finally got the adrenaline it needed. As it grappled with the dangers of the position she was in, Rain honed in on her, quickly closing the distance between them. Kara's body entered fight or flight mode. It was just what she needed. Kara shot up off the ground, enough to block the world killer as Rain threw a series of punches towards her. Kara recoiled away from her aggressor as Rain whipped out a shard of green kryptonite and Kara instantly felt the energy zapping from her. At the very last second, Kara threw up an arm in an order to put a stop to the knife's progress towards her body, using her forearm as a block. 
The next sounds that left Kara's throat were almost animalistic as she strained against the brutal assault. She put up all of her muscles into stopping the knife's progress, and still Rain was gaining precious millimeters. It was an epic struggle between two gods. Even with Kara's newfound mortality, Kara still had the heart of a hero, and she was not about to give up. She fought as hard as she could. Kara nearly screamed herself hoarse as Rain changed her attack, and Kara felt the sharp bite of the knife as it sliced deep into the flesh of her forearm. It not only drew blood, but opened up a torrid of it. Kara screamed loudly in pain as her veins simultaneously caught fire. A torrid of red began to soak through the sleeve of her supersuit and drip onto her blow, splattering her face and neck, the crest of her supersuit beneath. Still, that was the least of Kara's worries. She was very, very aware that she was fighting for her right to live. Kara grunted as muscles all over her body strained and tightened under her current dress. Sweat dripped down into her eyelids, causing them to sting. Kara fought back, and although her range of movement and ability to fight back was severely hindered, she was still strong and strong-willed enough to defend herself. She kept fighting. Finally, against all the odds, Kara gained the upper hand, and the knife's forward progress was stopped completely. Kara rolled away, pulling and twisting Rain's hand backwards. She forced the other woman's arm into an unnatural position, causing Rain's hand to involuntarily jerk open. With luck, the green shard came free and Kara kicked it away. It skidded across the uneven ground, a long way out of reach. The blonde dodged another punch, and Rain let out a feral cry as her knuckles stuck the unyielding the concrete beneath and split apart. Unfortunately, this is where Kara's luck ran out. She can barely cry out as a stronger Kryptonian punched her hard in her side with the fist of her other hand. The pain was unlike anything Kara had ever felt before and left her crippled and gasping for air. It didn't take long for Kara to realize Rain had gotten her kidney. She followed up with another assault driving her fists deep into Kara's solar plex and effectively knocking the air out of her completely. Before Kara could recover, she was assaulted again. It wouldn't stop. In the blink of an eye, a pair of hands was suddenly wrapping around Kara's throat in a suffocating grip. Instinctively, Kara's hands darted up to her neck. She tried desperately to pry the other woman's hands away from her throat as she grasped for air. But no matter how much she clawed at and pulled on the flesh of Rain's forearm, she couldn't seem to pry the Kryptonian's hand from her flesh. All of her efforts were futile, and Kara was afraid. She was afraid she was gonna die. Alex. Kara choked through her collapsing airway. Alex, I'm hurt. I can't, I can't do this. She's killing me. You can. <coughs> Alex spoke with the utmost conviction, and Lena's eyes searched the brunette's face. You can do this, Supergirl. I know you can. I I believe in you. Please. No one else can stop her. It it's uh, it has to be you. Then Do you remember what I told you before all this started? Yeah. Car grunted, 
Each word was choking off to the point of being unrecognizable. But somehow, Alex understood her. Yeah, I do. I told you that if anyone was strong enough to lift the weight of the world onto their shoulders and hold it, it was you. You're the strongest person I've ever known. The truth is, I think that it's why your parents sent you here. They knew that Earth needed you. And they knew that Kalel and Earth would be safe in your trust. Alex spoke from the heart. But what if they were wrong? Kara said in doubt. They weren't. You can do this, Kara. I would stake my life and the lives of everyone else on this planet on it. Lena gasped. As she took in Alex's words, Alex's eyes flew to Lena's face as she realized her fatal mistake. She'd called Kara by her first name. Thanks for listening. And if you want to take us on the go, we are now available on iTunes, Spotify, Player FM, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, Listen Notes, and Podbean. We even have some fun stuff going on over at YouTube. And if you feel like sliding on through, head over to Twitter at whatabout underscore dat. Hope to see you soon.